It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. The Fraud Audit. Consider how a fraud audit using data analytics can help detect or prevent bribery and corruption, where the primary sales force used by a company are China-based employees defrauding their company by using false expense reports to create a pot of money to use as a slush funds to pay bribes. Here you can think as far back to the Eli Lilly FCPA enforcement action, up to the GSK problems, and indeed into 2020 and beyond as examples of where employees have used their expense accounts not only for personal use, but for greater corporate malfeasance. Joe Orengel has noted case studies where his organization has used data to review employee expense reports and how that experience can be used to formulate the same type of fraud analysis for a chief compliance officer or a compliance practitioner. One common technique fraudsters use is to split larger purchases across multiple smaller transactions, so the organization has designed their data analytic queries to detect such split transactions. An example might be where P-cards are used for certain low-dollar expenses. If a company has a P-card limit for employees and their their organization, which is $3,000 for an individual transaction and $10,000 in aggregate spend for a single month, it may want to identify use of P-cards for larger dollar transactions used for inappropriate or illegal purchases. Contract contrast this with the problem of split payments. This is the situation where a single invoice is divided and the full amount of the payment is made in two or more simultaneous transactions, all done by different types of internal corporate payments. The key is to understand where the invoices are coming from and if one vendor or supplier investigate who is splitting the payments and why. Another area to focus on is data analytics for gifts, travel, and entertainment to identify out-of-policy expense reports and out-of-compliance expenses. Here, the biggest issue is double dipping. This means an expense is recorded on two separate expense reports or P-card charge or other type of expense. These examples can be uncovered with data analytics, and if there you move to determine if there might be a an intentional as opposed to an unintentional mistake. In the case of double dipping, a key is to look for the same airfare or hotel or meals or perhaps being reported on multiple employees' expense reports. An example might be where an employee takes 
another employee out for a business meal and they pay the meal on one expense report. Then separately, the co-worker records the meal the same day, the same city, and claims that the employee was one of the attendees. These sorts of situations are clear examples of suspicious transactions that ought to be discussed with both employees. Other examples of double dipping include duplicate transactions between mail and meals and per diem allowances or mileage in company vehicles or rental cars. These are all things that can be identified with data analytics and they are very difficult for an individual approver to see on a single expense report. The reason is that when you are tasked with approving an employee's expense report, the reviewer most often has a single report in front of them for review. This makes it very difficult to recall who would have submitted a report one or two months ago, and it's very possible that someone submitted an airplane ticket when the ticket was purchased, and then six weeks later when they took the trip, that the air expense was reported a second time. The same issue could arise with P-cards if you have an approver considering a single $2,500 purchase who approves the purchase on Monday and then again on Friday. Yet those two transactions have been on the same day exceeding an employee's spending limit. The approver might not have approved both. But because they were submitted on different dates, it may well appear to the approver that they were two separate transactions. With data analytics, you can aggregate the multiple trip or P-card reports into a single report to help a reviewer or approver determine whether the transactions meet employee policies, both individually and in the aggregate. The double-dipping technique led to anti-bribery to anti-bribery compliance enforcement actions. The first one involved Eli Lilly, and the second involved the UK pharmaceutical GSK, or GlaxoSmithKline. They both occurred in China. The, real, the risk is real, and by using ongoing data monitoring, you might not only get ahead of the legal violations, but you would have a much more efficient business process going forward. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, the typical fraud audit will get down into the weeds with data analytics. This is not exactly antithetical to a typical chief compliance officer who uh, has traditionally had a legal training, typically came from the general counsel's office, but it's something that lawyers are not uh, usually taught how to work with or indeed do work with. So this is why it's important to have a fraud examiner uh, either internally within your company or externally run these type of fraud uh, analytics and fraud audits. It can seriously help you uh, determine if there are such problems going forward. What about split dollar expenses? This is a key indicia of fraud and is something that every compliance officer needs to keep an eye on going forward. And finally, double dipping. Double dipping can lead to a variety of problems. In the GSK and Eli Lilly case, it led to FCPA enforcement action. So the consequences can be severe if you're not auditing and looking. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow where we take up another topic in continuous improvement of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. As a call to action, I would ask that you tell one of your colleagues about this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance, 31 days to a more effective compliance program, and this month's topic of continuous monitoring. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. 
and this month's sponsor is Affiliated Monitors. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow for another episode in 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.